Hi, and welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by Sorry, Texas. Siri, nobody's talking to you. Gee, I'm so sorry that I interrupted. Okay, so the Lone Star Play podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. It is a comprehensive uh, website directory where you can find all the latest, um, you know, Texas restaurants, butcher shops, farmers markets, artisanal stuff, organic, you know, all natural. Great place. Got videos, um, recipes. There's a blog. You know, there's all kinds of resources on there. So great resource. Check it out. You can also check out the uh, the podcast on there, texasrealfood.com slash podcast. Uh, but you can also go to thelonestarplate.com. We'll take you there. Uh, we're also available on like Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. You can tell Alexa to play the Lone Star Plate podcast and she'll do that. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, so today, no, uh, today I'm going to be checking in with Trevor. Um, so Silent Trevor, who always helps out with the podcast and whatnot. Let me checking in with him. We're just going to be kind of recapping things, the different guests we've had, you know, that sort of stuff. Checking on Trevor, how he's doing through this whole quarantine. We can't do the podcast together. So, you know, just see how he's doing and, and we'll get to it. Um, all right. So without further ado, Silent Trevor. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, look at that background. What? what? Wait, wait, wait. You got to say something so that your your screen comes up first. Like, say something and then, like, talk talk uh -huh. while you go down, because otherwise it won't pull your screen up. Does that make sense? I don't even know how it works. I've right never there. seen one. When you talk, it, it takes over the main screen. When I talk, it takes over the main screen. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so check this out. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is, can I do it? I can do a background. Yeah. I just signed up for it and I did that. Uh, I like my profile picture and then added that as a joke. So did you, are you, you know, green screen? No, that's a white wall behind me. I love it. In your headphones, you can see the white wall, like, I love it, dude. Like right, right in yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dude, shitty so screen. For y'all listening, um, so what we're doing, we're doing a Zoom, you know, interview, obviously, but uh Trevor's got, you know, cool background with his what I don't know what what is that? Is this some new album cover thing you got going? What is it? No, like that's uh you? this is from uh my cartoon. Okay. I haven't seen this whole image. I've seen all those pieces individually and different things you've done, but I haven't seen that particular image. It's re it looks really, really good, guys. So if you're listening to it, go to YouTube and just check out in the first few minutes. See this image. It's badass. I Thanks. love it, dude. Especially with the tiger or lions on the side. Well, if there were tigers, yeah, tiger topical. king, baby. <laughs> tiger king. No, uh, it, looks, it looks great, dude. That, that guy over here over your right shoulder stage left so i'm not mirrored on mine oh, oh so you're right your actual right shoulder i think that shoulder yep I that the guy game. the guy right there he looks like um uh what's uh benicio del toro in the usual suspects yeah. you know this guy right here yeah yeah that's actually that's an old bandmate of mine <clears throat> yeah looks like benicio Love I, it. I drew that picture of him and sent it to him and he said uh is this a biracial version of me <laughs> yeah yeah i, I don't know what, yeah it doesn't look yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. um yes, okay it is. It, it is so um you know i kind of did a little introduction dude you know just letting people know we're just kind of catching up on on things first of all you know you always help with you, you've, you've you know with the podcast and and obviously mm. with the quarantine we're fucking separated by not many miles, to be honest with you. But of course, we're all locked in our homes and we haven't mm -hmm. been able to do the podcast. So I thought, you know, this is a great idea to, to you know, check in with Trevor and see what's up. Talk about, you know, different things that are going on and just recap stuff that we've been, you know, talking about on the website. I want me, I don't want people to I mean, on the website, on the podcast, don't want people to forget, mm -hmm. um, you know, some of the stuff that that's come up. And also, I want to clear up a few things. Um, I got in some trouble on social media 
you know, this past week. And I want to kind of go over that basically like what the meaning of local is. I want to go over that. Um, also want to talk about like delivery apps and the percentages they charge. And if people really know, you know, you're, you're going to be a great person to talk to this about. So I'm curious what your thought about all that is anyway. Um, and then also something we talked about earlier, dude, SEO marketing, some of these companies that are, you know, they're going to have to pivot and start doing some different things. Are they doing it? And if they're not, what, how can they go about it and, and what should they be doing? You know, maybe not specifically, but who can they talk to or should they be doing it? You know, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Um, and also I've actually got some gra uh, grapes. Dude, Strawberry. I'm all over the place here, dog, today. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I won't No. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> uh, I've got some strawberries. These strawberries, Texas strawberries that I got in my farm to table farm box this week. They are delicious, dude. Like no joke. Everything I got uh, in, I haven't tried everything, but the strawberries I already tried. Uh, they sent me some um, little uh, oranges. Delicious. Uh, and you know what, dude? I'm about to try for the very first time ever kombucha. Oh. Have you ever tried kombucha before? Mm -hmm. yeah. I've never tried it. So I'm going to try kombucha for the first. I got this in the farm to table box too. It's called K-Tonic, uh, bottled, made here in Austin locally. Um, and it's it's kombucha, single fermentation, cherry blossom. I never tried it because I always thought it's alive. I don't generally eat things that like are going to be still moving around in my stomach. And just the way people described it. And I don't know. I just thought, I just, that doesn't sound like something for me. But everybody talks about it i got four bottles in the fridge i better if i can drink this shit. Mm -hmm. um so let's give it a go here dude it's uh carbonated yeah they build up uh like a little bit of pressure in the bottle okay that that smells got some stink to it it smells like vinegar <laughs> it smells like vinegar yeah, i mean like apple cider vinegar okay yeah man that's what it smells like here all right let's give it a go That's delicious. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, it's not what I thought it was going to be. That's good. I don't feel anything moving around like alien style yet in my tummy. Uh, but, you know, we've we've just begun. So. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not very intense. Low sugar, no added juice. K-tonic. Check it out. Mm. Okay, delicious. So I know I'm the I'm the tech guy usually, but uh, how does it yeah. work? Like, when I talk, I get big. <laughs> totally. How am I explaining I this to it. you? Uh, I mean, what? How does what work? I don't, I don't know, dude. Dark you said it goes or... full screen if I talk. So am, yes. I, am I not visible unless I'm speaking? No, there's a little box to the side uh -huh. where we have two little images. Like, or so actually, wait, I can see this. Wait, wait. You know what? I I don't know. Let me. <laughs> Let me show this is small a new active. portion of the podcast. Let's just try that. Let me see what this does. Um, mute. I can mute you if I want, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Let me see here. Um, I could put you in the waiting room. Pin video. Let me see. Does that that makes? Do you see yourself? Mm -hmm. You're you're full screen, right? So I think I just made you full screen, no matter what. No, so like on mine, you're full screen and I have a tiny little window. Even when, even when, um, I'm talking, mm -hmm. well, I don't know, um, exactly what's at gallery view. Oh, dude, I didn't even know this was here. <laughs> We're going to try it like this for a little bit. I wonder if it's recording like this. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, it's like a multicam. So the one that's highlighted, this is really interesting for anyone who's watching. Or I listening. wonder what's happening. Well, yeah. So when you talk or when I talk, it highlights me, which means it's selecting my shot. You think so? You think that's what's happening? Yeah. I mean, because look at our audio signals versus where it's highlighted. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know. <laughs> i love it i wonder if i could just leave it like this this is kind of cooler isn't it yeah i mean like i don't this. see why you can't leave it like that i wonder uh, security let me see here 
Didn't you have notes and stuff, right? We're going to talk about something. Yeah, let's just, you know, for next time, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to leave it like this. This is what people tune in for. Do you like this better? Nothing changed for me. Oh. (laughs) It's only on your end. For me, I see two. I see us both now. Yeah, no, I clicked over to that view and then I changed it back because it feels like I'm watching myself. I had to move my own picture below the camera. So when I'm staring at myself, it looks like I'm making eye contact. I'm going to leave it like this in case it's recording like this. Okay. Because if it is, that's, you know, that's cool. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm kind of wondering, I'm going to, you know, I'm wondering if, let me see something here. Automatically. I just got to check something real quick guys spotlight my video let's take that off let's see if that changed anything did that change anything you talk uh it didn't change anything visibly for me hmm. i took it off i don't know what's happening and <laughs> okay so you know what i don't even care we're recording yeah. it's 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 going i like this double screen i don't mind looking at myself so what's up homie mm-hmm. all right um I look scared. like I don't know who to look at. If I, should... I, put it on. <laughs> I can see the reaction from the latency in my eyes when it cuts back to me, which makes me feel crazy because it looks like my eyes. Dude, I feel I feel like I'm talking to John Lennon in the future right now. Oh, okay. that's what I, that's what I... <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. And you've got this crazy. Um, uh, what was that Sergeant Pepper like, you know, album behind oh, you? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You know? Uh, so I got this is actually strawberry. this whole uh, background. Oh, yeah. I hope that people can actually see this. Maybe it's just me and you that see it. This whole background was actually a rejected video idea. It was a dance floor. Got and so it. I kept it okay. for my own cartoon. And these are just characters that have been added in over the years. I'm, I love I'm it. Gonna... It's great. I would dan- I would totally dance in there. Yeah, you if you know. go to my website or any of my Instagram, it's it's on there. You'll see it on there. It's an awesome, uh, you know, graphic and picture and everything. Uh, okay, yes, I do have notes uh, that we uh, that we want to talk about. So, <laughs> so lo- this is how this is what happened to me this week, dude. I got in trouble. Um, what I thought was being supportive turned out that maybe some people didn't think it was supportive. So I basically put in this group um, for like delivery and takeout basically for stuff that's still open during the lockdown, right? Restaurants and stuff that's still open. And you can go in there and post, you know, Hey, go eat here, go eat there, whatever. So I made a post just like, Hey guys, let's please support the local small businesses. Like not the chains. Like I saw somebody go to Texas roadhouse. Like, can we please not, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Hashtag support local. Okay, that did not go over well. A few people were like, yeah, and then it became, you know, what's wrong with McDonald's and what's wrong with going to Texas Roadhouse and what's wrong with this and what's wrong with that? And I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, it, it didn't go over well. People were actually pretty like angry and they ended up like, first, first like the the group, which has like over 10,000 members. So I just got demolished in there, but they like, some people loved it. It was divided. That's what it was either loved it or hated it so some people were like yes other people were like you asshole there's still people that work there they're local <coughs> excuse me oh my god i got the virus i don't um and basically i just wanted to clear that up because i put it on my own facebook page and, and i got nothing but love and likes and everyone saying yes 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 because that's the bubble i live in i live in the bubble of small business and restaurants and people supporting that that type of stuff i don't i don't my bubble isn't like re- people that own McDonald's and mm-hmm. and Taco Bells, and I get that they're franchised and that they're local, but so this is what I want to clear up. This is what I meant by support local, because I guess it, it it meant local meant something different to everybody. So what I mean by local is, you know, a local restaurant that is, you know, say for instance, perfect example was me. I owned a food truck, a, a food establishment it was local, right? I started here in Austin. I create all the recipes, you know, with the team, right? With my team, we, we come up with stuff, we put it out, we do our marketing. We we're fully, it's us, you know, we're the small business. We're the people working and putting out the stuff and creating the food for you and giving it to you the best, freshest food we can get. 
and we don't have a big name behind us. We don't have a big backing behind us. I don't have hundreds of billions of dollars of marketing across the world backing me up. I get that it's just a franchise, but you bought into this conglomerate of a of a business, right? So it's not the same to me to say support this local McDonald's. I will never say a McDonald's is local. I just won't. How is McDonald's local? It's everywhere. That's not local. You, I can get that anywhere. That's mm-hmm. not what local means. Local is it's the lo- local food, the, the shit that's from here. Like we live here, we make this food. This is what it's for. It were doesn't necessarily mean like Austin? Texas food. Yeah, these were people from Austin. Basically, it was oh, people wow. like that knew franchise owners, and they were like, "Hey, I know." And then one, a couple people worked for McDonald's, and they fucking mm-hmm. blew up at me. You know, like this is wrong. You know, McDonald's helps people and does this and that. And my whole point is, okay. If you buy a McDonald's, do you buy a McDonald's because you love good food and healthy food? Or do you buy a McDonald's because you think it'll make you money? Everyone buys a McDonald's because it'll make them money. Food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The same page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I wish that was the case. You know, if you ever did meet somebody, like, yeah, I just good food, organic food. I'm going to buy a McDonald's. Like, and the key is you have to buy multiple. If you've ever really talked to business people, you don't just buy one franchise. You have to have multiple to start actually making money. But the key is you are trying to make money. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to serve healthy, fresh food. Okay. So that's why you have a McDonald's. So I, I'm not just not going to defend it. You could easily open up another business and serve fresh food and give that to people. But instead, you choose to serve, buy this food and keep it going. Like mm-hmm. we just, we, we need less of that. So I get that local people work there and whatnot, but those chains are going to be fine. They have too much money behind them. They have all this stuff. So I'm sorry. I'm not trying to put any of those businesses down. Or if you own a Taco Bell or a Jack in the Box or, you know, whatever franchise place, you bought it because you wanted to make money. And I, I get you need to make money, but that was all you thought about. You weren't thinking about serving good food because if you were thinking about serving good food, you wouldn't buy one of those places. That's not the kind of place that serves fresh. They're not known for fresh, good food. That's not even meat they serve at McDonald's and this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They literally have to put real meat. That's a that's an actual verb they or adverb. I don't even know what uh, what that is. Real, <laughs> real meat. Adjective. It, it, an adjective. I don't know. I, I didn't take math, but you you don't have to put. You then have to use that word. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's just a perfect example. We could w- watch Super uh, Bite Me. Oh, what's the name of that movie? Super Size Me. Super Size me. Yeah. me. Dude, come on. So, yeah, I, look, I, mm-hmm. and I do mean support local small businesses that don't have a big conglomerate backing. Um, you know, people are going to go to McDonald's no matter what. Mm-hmm. But people aren't going to go see Joe Schmo's whatever right now you know yeah taco brother exactly like you dude exactly man so these are the places we need to stick out for right now okay i get that you still want to go to mcdonald's instead of going five times a week just go once they're Mm -hmm. going to be fine no they're not nothing's going to happen to those people i promise you it's not about the employees the employees can file for unemployment they'll get their money don't worry about them worry about the owners the owner's going to be fine if he has a mcdonald's they got other businesses they're going to be fine McDonald's is going to be fine, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's it's that would be and, and they're getting the bailouts. Show, though, uh, to have a McDonald's, it's not doing so like so good. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> somehow you have the one McDonald's that people sucks. Like, yeah, fuck that place, man. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. That's funny. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what. What do you think, think, local? When I say local, what do you think? What does that make you think? I think of like Bolden Creek. I think of. Uh, I don't know Sawyer, like places that have been here. Like Sawyer, Sawyer. actually was one of the Sawyer's first that came to mind because that used to be Arky's Diner, like in the fifties, and then they bought it and kept it basically the same and just added like a sort of like Southern Louisiana style to the menu, but kept the original menu too. Like they they preserved the history. Yeah. So I think of a place like that because they already like changed and reduced their hours this last year, so they're not open as late. You know, I feel like that's a place that takes a hit in a different way you know plus it's like deep on one side of town it's not really close to anything so like you got to drive to be there or live on the east side yeah 
I think of that. I think of Taco Brother, the guys that are down the street from where we live. Um, yeah. You know, like I know the the guys that work there because there's only two people and one of their sons. You know, it's like, I mean, three people, but two main guys that run it. And I'm pretty sure they are brothers. So it's like that's their little trailer. I think of those guys because when I drove by and their trailer's not there, it's weird to see that, you know, but also totally. nobody's going out. Like they feed the whole neighborhood. Everyone knows them over here. But, Absolutely. Uh, I would never think of a fucking McDonald's as a local anything. You know? It's crazy. Support. It's like McDonald's support local. What? That's not. Yeah, I mean, everyone, you do have a local McDonald's, but that, that doesn't mean that it's like. It's not the know. local play. Again, they've got this huge conglomerate behind them. Mm-hmm. I get that you own that one McDonald's. You franchised yeah. it out. Four places that. like uh, Magnolia. It's on uh congress like yeah. south congress you know it's yeah. been there forever everyone goes there it's always yeah. open uh that place is gonna probably be wow. you know I- i'm curious to see what classic restaurants will stay open once it all kind of blows over i mean especially just in austin but um if you're not doing yeah. delivery or takeout well mm-hmm. and you weren't doing okay or better before the virus you're not going to make it. It's going to be rough. Yeah. If you I mean, have a very high labor cost too, like if you mm-hmm. had a ton of employee high lit, you're done. You, mm-hmm. Or, or you just, you pivoting and adapting and cutting. And I think it, it depends you know. on the business because like, if you look at places like, uh, uh, Leroy and Lewis, the yeah. barbecue truck over there, yeah. Um, yeah. like we're friends with, with one of the people that works there and, early on before they had done the full lockdown they were doing call-in orders where they'd walk it out with a mask and gloves like they're one of the first people i saw that posted that yeah i think a lot of companies will adjust because they they you know the food trucks can get by but places more like magnolia or uh just like the older more classic restaurants you know uh so I've seen like classic places in town close, like Cat's Deli. Was Dude, ha- half of the restaurants in Texas have closed already. 50, mm-hmm. Almost 50% of the restaurants, full service restaurants. They're, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're already done. So, so boom, one out of every two restaurants you see at this point is closed already. Mm-hmm. We, we lost half of the game. I mean, imagine that. Imagine an industry like that. Imagine the football league and, and, and before the season started, half of the teams were fucking eliminated right uh, or baseball league or basketball you name it mm-hmm. any industry just imagine half of it being gone mm-hmm. in, a ma- in a matter of weeks um so yes dude and you know you would think that a lot of places would just pivot easily and, and do it but it's not that simple um yeah. you know well, people are also scared to get food like yeah. we haven't gotten takeout yeah, but just the, some people are the risk sure. of of encountering other people in general. Like, what what do you think? Let's talk about that. What is your biggest concern about getting takeout and delivery and or delivery? Like, what what are your biggest concerns? Takeout to me is a little different. For one, takeout depends on the food. Like, not talking about any of the virus. Uh, some food is not good takeout. It'll be great on the table, but it doesn't travel well. So that drastically limits the options. Then there's the places that are left open. Of those places, what I want takeout. That's the first thing I think about. The second thing is like, I don't know what conditions they're working under. Because I would assume that because it's there are limited restaurants open, that the ones that are open are probably pretty busy. Because a lot of people don't cook. Like That's the other thing is the younger generation that lives in town, I think a lot of them rely on Postmates and things like that. Um, I think you're just adding an element of risk. If say you get someone to do like Uber Eats or whatever service that you want to bring the food to, you're adding whoever prepped or whoever made the food, whoever put it in the container, whoever picked that container up and then they're bringing it to your door. I don't really know. I mean, it's too many things for me to, to keep sure. in the back of my head. Plus like I, I got a kid makes it different. Like I worry I about it. that aspect, but totally. we have like delivery groceries, but we can also disinfect all of it before. Like we don't buy anything that's just like open that we can't sure. clean any fruits and vegetables. We clean in the sink with, you know, like water, vinegar or whatever. But yeah, we've been like super respectful of the lockdown just because of that. So I get why a lot of the businesses are open. Uh, in Austin, the to-go drinks, I think, is a good move because it's a city that likes to drink. So, like, we kind of, I feel like it only, they almost need it to purge a little tension. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But it's just added, you know, elements of risk. Plus, like you think of like, say they do 50 takeout orders in one night. How many people are they encountering? And they become a hub of spreading, like say that person's a dormant carrier or they're just not showing any signs yet. Right. They're essentially a hub that's doling out tons yeah. of virus. You know? I think so you're bringing up something that uh, the restaurant industry doesn't actually doesn't want to face. Yeah. Yeah. which is the truth and probably um, doesn't want anyone to talk about <laughs> well um i wouldn't want people promoting like why my business wouldn't be a good look, idea right uh, now. you know but that's just how some people are feeling so you know that's regardless of whatever dude your 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 voice uh what you're saying right now a lot of people feel the exact same way mm -hmm. um and they have concerns about it and and they're valid concerns you know mm -hmm. And I think it just comes down to it's the job of the restaurants and these places to educate the customer of why it can be okay and what steps could I take to eliminate some of these fears and concerns you had. And some of the things that I have seen that do, I think, could help some of this is they're provide some some of the places, the, the really good places, actually, that you would think, oh, th th their, their takeout can't be very good. The mm -hmm. reason is is because you know that right the food is just not transportable it dies immediately and you can't you know it's not gonna be good 30 minutes later but what they're doing is sending you the stuff sort of par ready to go you know what i mean right, and you, right. you cook it you bring yeah. it up but they did all the prep for you so you get to pop 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 and even make the it. um uh, like drinks are going out that way too yeah like you're talking about the mini bottles and yeah all you got to put the mini uh, bottle in uh with it um so you know they, they have you do a little bit of work you know you know, let's say uh, Hop Dottie is offering hamburgers and fries and all this stuff, but it's raw. So you get the meat and you get everything and you cook the burgers and you you fry the the, the fries, you it's know, more like uh, HelloFresh or one of those services. Yeah, you're getting the stuff, you know, that way you can maybe some of your concerns about how it was prepped for it. You can eliminate that. You sure. can you can then cook it and eliminate any viruses with the heat and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, you can also stick stuff in the oven when you get it, if you want to sort of get rid of some stuff, um, you know, warm it up again. I know it sort of eliminates it, but I yeah. get a lot of those concerns dude. to be, to be frank with you. I really do. Um, I will say this, every restaurant and place that I know about is, is utilizing the best, cons you know, safety mm -hmm. that they can in this nap. But at the same time, you're right. The risk is still there, regardless I, if they're taking I always the think risk. of like the staff that I had worked with when I was managing any place or yeah. like any place I worked in, there's always someone who would always a couple not do bags. something right. Yeah. I had a guy that wouldn't wear gloves. Wouldn't, I mean, he washed his hands, but he wouldn't wear gloves and all of the rest of the staff would. So it yeah. kind of stood out. Well, right now, dude, any, there, there's always limited staff at all these places. I guarantee you they eliminate somebody like that. Mm -hmm. Right. There, there, no, no bullshit right now from any restaurants. They're, they're mm -hmm. normally you have to let, allow a couple of, I you wanted to use a word that I can't use, but a couple mm -hmm. of, you know, people <laughs> that you don't normally want on your staff. You just kind of keep them going. Okay. They're on the schedule, mm -hmm. whatever. Right now, are you kidding me? If you're not doing a phenomenal job and following all the pr procedures and protocol, mm -hmm. you're gone. Well, there's, a lot of the no places way. are furloughing staff, you know, so I think yes. that they can pick and choose yes. between yeah. who they actually want working. Absolutely. Know. For dude. us, we just don't, it's, it's an added yeah. risk that we have. I get it. Some of those workers don't want to be doing it either, dude. So mm -hmm. the, the, the fear that you have, they have that same fear of like, I, I don't want to be here working, serving mm -hmm. you food. Why am I essential? I'm expendable. That's mm -hmm. what's happening. What? Just so you can get a fucking burger and fries. I got to come to work. Mm -hmm. Like that's a bullshit. Like it's not, it's not a like health services, you know, like, right. Right. We, we can get by without it. But again, it's part, just part of some economy thing that like, we got to keep the economy going. So some I sacrifices also, like, get made. You already have a huge influx of people trying to get into the grocery store with the six, you know, foot distance or the two meters, you have that. So that's, if you took away true. the restaurants that are still open, then the people who rely on food, you know, like uh, takeout food in general, one meal a day or whatever, then you're going to have that added weight to the grocery that's true. lines. That's so true. I think it's a disbursement of like congestion and sure. I don't know. I mean, for personally, I haven't felt any of that you know i mean i'm fortunate to kind of fall between the cracks on it where I, i'm able to just kind of stay at home and be pretty remote you know so i also don't have much perspective firsthand on it and i haven't worked 
behind any bar or restaurant, you know, in yeah. over two years. So yeah, I'm pretty removed from it, but yeah. I, I do like, I did look at some of the old shops that I worked at. I checked like if they were staying open during, you know, some of the early stuff and a lot of them were trying to power through cause they're small places. So I don't envy that stress. Cause I know that feeling if I were, you know, still there managing or, or even just working, I would, I would feel pretty heavy going into work in general, but. Oh yeah. Well, some people are like, I'm just going to ride this unemployment out. Mm -hmm. Why, why go risk my life mm -hmm. you know, for, for this? Um, and I totally understand all, all those concerns. I understand everybody's concern from every angle. It's like, I get it. Everybody's trying to, the business owner wants to stay, doesn't want to go under, mm -hmm. but at the same time so, wants to save lives. It's like, what a horrible choice to with, make <laughs> with all the podcasts you've done on the lockdown how many of them have been about this all of them pretty yeah all of them all about, of them. about yeah. the virus and the lot yeah absolutely <laughs> all of them all of them you have should been, change the subject should move past been, it i mean it just um everybody's got a different story to tell about their what's happening to them and you know mm -hmm. what you know whatever they're doing you know that's just mm -hmm. you know what it is um, and everyone's taking it differently. Everyone's dealing with it differently. C different companies are dealing with it differently. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. But th this is definitely something else very important I do want to bring up. This is, so we're sort of in the same area here. The delivery mm -hmm. apps. So, okay. it, it, let's say you are going to order food. Let's say you, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger tonight. I feel okay. I've, I've looked them up online. I see other people commenting like that it's they, they feel that it's safe and clean. Okay, I like this place. Let me, let me try it out. So there's a lot of delivery apps, right? You got Grubhub, Uber Eats, Favor, Favor. DoorDash, uh, Shipped. Shipped, Postal, Mates or something. Y you can, you know, there's, there's lots of stuff. So the key is, the thing is that everyone's realizing now that I've been screaming for years since Boca, that a lot of us were, is that these places literally bend you over and give it to you raw. You know, that came out, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, it came out. Mm -hmm. That sounds wrong, right? Imagine getting it like that, okay, mm -hmm. over and over, because that's what they do. They take 25 to 33% of each mm -hmm. transaction, dude. That's a lot. That's just from the restaurant. On top of that, they charge the consumer a delivery fee of six ninety five. You, mm -hmm. as a consumer, think, oh, that must be what goes to the restaurant. None of that goes to the restaurant. The, the company takes it out of, the food price. Mm -hmm. So they're getting it from both sides. See that it's like you're getting the worst part of that orgy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? The, the part we're, 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 we're underneath the table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not good. Not where you want to be. So we're the cup and two girls, you know, it's mm -hmm. not good. And Dude, the best the best way around it is to call. That's so reference. <laughs> Those are so old. <laughs> no one is gonna get that. The the Good. demographic That's that this is much is better. I oh, you know what? Good. Girls. Don't Google two girls Don't one Google cup. Yeah. Do not Google that. Yeah. Uh, please. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Um. So Google two girls one jar. One plate. There you go. Two girls, one plate. Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. So, look, it, it, my point is call the business and see if they have a delivery themselves or, you know, go pick it up or use uh, favor is probably the best one. They take the least amount of percentage from the place of business, which mm -hmm. is about 15 percent. That's the least. That's half of what the other places so take. For, and they don't charge a delivery fee. I don't think. I'm not sure. For groceries, we use shipped. Yeah. Uh, and we typically, because you can, I can't, I don't. Groceries, I don't know. Yeah. I just know Shift the restaurants. Shift one so far. Yeah. Um, but we do a hefty tip because they're, it's a, it's a pain in the ass because they're going to wait in line for, oh, for us sure. at the store. But I do think that it's actually safer to use those companies because they communicate with you. They make them keep their distance in the store. They're all required sure. to wear masks and gloves. So it's kind of a guarantee of like, uh, as much care as you can take, you know, and still be respectful of it. But, but like maybe, the, maybe that's yeah. a plus. I mean, that could be a plus side to it, but I'll tell you right now, no restaurant likes using it. Remember I used to say that with Boca. Totally, nobody, yeah. nobody likes using those services. There's yeah. not one business you're going to ask, Hey, do you like using Uber eats? 
they're going to say, hell no. Yeah. But we have to. Well, even before the lockdown, like, I mean, even right now, they're not even cutting them a break. Right. They're still, it's it's just business as usual. Dude, they're just, and they're, if you go to their site, they make it seem like they're doing everything for the small business they can. They're not. They're lying to you. The only people that locally that I know are doing something, DoorDash and Favor. They're the Mm -hmm. only people waiving some sort of fees and doing stuff and helping. That's Mm -hmm. it. So, but a lot of the restaurants are doing delivery on their own, dude, right now. So I don't mean forever. I just Mm -hmm. mean right now. Temporarily, right now, call the place. I guarantee you that delivery driver will be safer and cleaner than the Uber Eats thing. Mm -hmm. I don't trust a lot of those drivers. I've met a ton of them. I've seen them. They've walked up. They don't know (laughs) cleanliness and because they're not from the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. You know what they're doing in their car? Smoking, drinking. You know, whatever's going on over there, you know, on their way to bring you your fucking uh, Monte Cristo. You know what I'm saying? Right. And next thing you know, that Who makes Monte Cristo anymore. Hey, that ain't powdered sugar. That's all I'm saying. Right. You know, in high school, I worked at Albertsons. This is one of my favorite experiences in life. Uh, worked at Albertsons as like a carry out, you know, like helping people with their groceries. Yeah. And there I did was that. this. I did that small family that owned joe's pizza in the same parking lot so that's some of the best pizza in abilene in west texas uh and i helped one of the guys carry all of his stuff out to his car and he opened the trunk and there was white powder all over the trunk and he looked at me and he just slammed the trunk and opened the back seat <laughs> And to this day, I mean, everyone in Abilene was addicted to their pizza and their calzones, you know? So I like to this day, I wonder like, did he have like a wild weekend or was that a shitload of flour that spilled? Flour, yeah, yeah, totally. Or, um, but or they were like, know. he was a really giant Lithuanian dude, you know? I mean, they had thick accents, you know? I don't know. Um, I would still, even if it were the worst case scenario, I would eat there anytime I'm in town, if it's still there, but white powder yeah. that's how they kept that place going joe's pizza mm-hmm. yeah my ass yeah you know what i'm saying i know what i know what happens at joe's pizza yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> no um i mean you know what i'm saying dude like some of those drivers dude are you kidding me they're ridiculous um mm-hmm. and, and not and look there's some good drivers out there i shouldn't be all-encompassing there's definitely some good responsible uber drivers and and to be honest with you i know some service industry workers have gone to some of those jobs in this moment mm-hmm. so there's some service industry folks that are doing that and I'll always stick behind service industry. So, I mean, look, there's some good and bad, but my thing is more just the percentage it takes from the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, they're already hurting. So you're just hurting them more by using these services um, when they could, they gladly deliver it for you and keep all that money. And to mm-hmm. be honest, sometimes people will be like, Hey, you know what? I went on Uber eats and the, the price was more than it is regularly than whatever. You know what? Think about it. Why do they right. do that? They raise the price because Uber takes so much of, right, right. They have of to each. They it. have they compensate. They raise the price or they lower quantity. So if you right. if you order from Uber Eats, you get a lesser this. But if you order from them, it's 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 same price, right? But you get more whatever. They use less right. product. That's a way around it too. I'm just telling you the secrets, the shit that happens. Uh, that's the truth. Yeah. So you know, I wonder how many places are doing just like call you know call in for picking up the food. all of them you know? like that would every be single one the most logical way for for if i were worried about getting something you eliminate one entire yes. link every every single the place restaurant doing, gets all the money you can tip yeah. accordingly you know you can tip accordingly um, everybody's doing contactless pickup and curbside right now mm-hmm. so you can definitely call every single place directly and you can pay for it you can Mm-hmm. Everything you know, uh, you know, ahead of time. Um, there's some really great local places that are just crushing it. I keep bringing up Peach Tortilla and a lot of these podcasts because they're crushing it, man. Mm-hmm. That that that's if you want to know what to do as a local business, follow their model. That's exactly how you should be. They pivoted so well, man, and got so they're helping out so many people, and really a lot of businesses are, and a lot of businesses not only are they giving back to the community, they're helping out people that lost jobs. So mm-hmm. you, you can go get free meals. If you lost some jobs or groceries and stuff, I mean, it's amazing. I just love my industry so much, man. Sometimes I miss being in the foxhole, you know, Mm -hmm. 
um, until you're in it. And then you're like, what was I thinking? I feel the same way. Every time I'd have a coffee job, I would be like, this is cool. And then like three days later, I'm like, fuck this. I want to go back home. Like, I don't want to be up here. That lady was just rude to me. You know, like I did. I put in my time. You know, that's how I look at it. I put in my time. Um, I could have put in more. I mean, my time is nothing compared to to some people, but never again for me. I I feel like I I did. I probably will. Hated it, you know. I, I, I feel will. like you're gonna go back to cooking. Like you, yeah. You, it's too much, like ingrained in you to. I think I will. Uh, I actually would love to bartend again. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I love bartending. I would love to get back to that. Um, just like a, if I could work somewhere, like on a Friday, just a Friday or Saturday night shift, mm-hmm. somewhere once a week, just a few hours. You know, have fun. That stuff's fun, man. Bartending is fun. I I do uh, enjoy. It's really only fun when it's busy. Mm-hmm. Slow, just kill yeah. yourself. It depends right. on the bar. I mean, that's that's the real any any place. Thing. I I just it cannot be slow. That's why I yeah. never worked at slow places. I always worked at places that were like we had a wait list and we got to wait and we got you know hottest mm-hmm. place in town. Blah blah blah. That's where I want to work because you're always busy and you you're. I just like that. I like being busy. You know, mm-hmm. you get out. You make more money and you get out. Like time goes by. Uh, quicker. I think that's right. just, just what it was. And you're more proud of where you're working. Yep. You, you don't mind yep. telling, telling people, um, you know, where you work. I mean, who's like, you know, like, I don't know. I've never been drinking wine with somebody. This sounds so pretentious what I'm about to say, but whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never been drinking wine with somebody talking about food and all of a sudden be like, Oh, where do you work at? Yep. McDonald's. No, it's never happened. Like mm-hmm. y- you don't, you know what I mean? It's they're gonna work somewhere because they love the food, right? You're into the food, you're into the wherever wherever it is, and that's what we get into. And again, it circles back to nobody buys a McDonald's to serve good food. You buy McDonald's because cha-ching, you're thinking money. McDonald's brings in money, <laughs> so I want the money. That's it. That's all they want. So whatever, man. Um, <laughs> sorry, that is brought that back down. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, let, let's talk about something you brought up to me earlier. We we talked on the phone earlier, and you brought up some really good, really gr- great point that I thought was like about marketing and SEO and oh yeah, how companies are sort of adjusting to that. How do you? What do you think? Yeah, let's just you talk. You tell me about that. Well, okay. So <clears throat> the reason I thought about it earlier is because I'm seeing more targeted ads in my like feeds your, not just in like Instagram. your social media you mean on all social media yeah but you know youtube specifically and instagram but it's paid ads and some of them are large companies some of them are bands you know it just depends uh but it's almost like every other story you know and i like i use instagram for business it's how i generate a lot of you know like people like getting music videos or whatever it is that we're, yeah. we're going to work on creatively um so i'm on it a lot and I just, I, I use it a lot, you know, it's like ingrained now. It's like what, 10 years that it's been around or something. Yeah. Uh, so I'm always on it and I see just the same few generated ads or the same style of them. And I'm noticing an influx of, you know, like traffic like that, where I think people are, are thinking it's a captive audience. So they're boosting all of the money that they're spending to get more bandwidth. Um, Oh, I see. That mixed with like people who know how to use SEO. I'm curious with the market going, how it's going to go. And like if they extend the social distancing and all of the isolation and quarantine, inevitably the economy is going to change, but what's going to dictate what people spend on things like that. I'm wondering how that's going to shift, especially for like a local company. Like if, if say a company can facilitate the needs of like a local Austinite or whatever city they're in, uh, will the SEO be what dictates how people find things? Like, that's what I'm curious about. Because if you remember, like, think about Instagram before the algorithm was really taking over. You saw things in the timeline exactly in a timeline. If somebody posted it, you see it in the order that they post it, you know. Uh, it, I don't think it was ever really quite like it is now. Now, if I click on, like, one thing and it's got a few hashtags in one category, I'll see nothing but promoted ads for that kind of a thing for a week, you know? And so like with it being that- You think the virus, or you think all this is affecting that? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, because so many people are stuck at home. Think about just the creative industry. So, so you're saying many... people are just creating more ads than ever. Right, because they're, yeah. you can't go play a show. Your yeah. show is the live stream at 8 p.m. I on see. so-and-so's coffee yeah. shop channel or whatever. So like a lot of people are being forced to use more of that. So it's, you're still, there's a, a pretty big uh, space between people who know how to use SEO properly, which if people don't know what that is, it's what determines what pops up in a search engine when you type in whatever. It stands it for search engine optimization, I believe. Exactly, yeah. Right. So yeah. like... It, essentially like if you're looking for pest control it's going to generate the one that has the seo work put into it absolutely i mean and people it's kind of probably kind of a lot of that stuff's back end stuff so a lot of people probably had a hard time pivoting to get that done because right all of a sudden you were just it's like getting ambushed right people just got their businesses well, just got ambushed and some people reacted you know well to yeah. seo and marketing and you know, pivoting their business. And especially some if you pivoted, are, you needed to SEO and market differently. Yeah, some people are equipped to deal with it. <clears throat> what I'm curious about, even just locally in Austin, what influx will we see of that business? How will it change the market? Because some of the bigger companies can afford to throw a bunch of money at that, whether they're getting in McDonald's. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like franchises, stuff like that. But will, you know, smaller places like the place that you told me about earlier, the farm to table company yeah someone like that who could be delivering those door to door like a farm box door to door is that a company that's equipped with something like that do they have the bandwidth to throw money at that right now while they're probably like hurting financially totally so that's what i'm curious about what will the fallout of that be you know a lot of it works on word of mouth i mean food is very much word of mouth too Mm -hmm. right You, you you're always asking your friends and this that where you eat and what's it you know and, mm-hmm. and that's how things catch fire, uh, you know, as well. Of course, it gets press and this and that. But a lot of times it is kind of word of mouth. And, you know, I don't really know a lot of restaurants that focus on SEO and that stuff. I mean, you to ask any chef mm-hmm. or owner, they don't know what the hell's going on. Unless they hired a company, they I don't know. I think the, the restaurants that have that locally are more places that have more money than they totally. need going into the business. Yeah. They're not yeah. someone who's like on a hope and a prayer that their business is going to make yeah. that first year. It's someone who has a surplus of cash that can afford. They're it. probably doing some marketing though differently. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, like you said, the ads are going up. So they're, they're doing more ads and some more sponsored mm-hmm. ads. And you're right. I do see some of that stuff um, for musicians and food mm-hmm. places, right? Those are the two places. Yeah. Mostly restaurants. Bands pushing. are a big one. That's one that like, it's almost annoying to me. Bands are going to start in dating people with shit that they don't want to hear you know i mean that's like that's sort of something that i'm curious about like on a hopeful note once this all blows over how many good albums and eps and stuff are going to get released because so many people were forced to just be in their house and write all this emotional there's the other side of that pendulum where it's all the bullshit that you know whatever i can't remember who said the quote but they said everyone has a book in them most people that's where it should stay yeah (laughs) quarantine albums that's funny just record it, keep it to yourself, you know, like Rock it, put it out there. It's your choice to scroll. Put it out there, but stop listen. paying for the ads so I stop seeing that shit in my That head. that may be true. That that's it, a that's, that's what on that level, just as someone who's done the paid ads for videos. Sure. Like sure. I think we're gonna see stuff. some good stuff come out of it. I think people are sure, gonna sure. You're gonna be recording some cool stuff. I'm all I know everyone is bummed right now. I'm all for like ready player one 3d school and stuff I this would, would love be, to have be like perfect right now and yeah. like playing like first person shooter at nighttime you know and using that shit for like homeschool during the day like <laughs> this is what it looks like in the pacific ocean that would know, be awesome latitude and longitude bloom you know yeah that that's would what be i cool. want is like a legitimate 3d experience that i can use as an educational platform yeah stuff like that starts to to come out because i don't think I know we'll flatten the curve by staying home, but in the the numbers that we're seeing of cases that are confirmed, I think that it's going to be a lot longer that we're dealing with this than people are expecting. Yeah. So I think technology like that would be helpful rather than like looking at a computer screen and FaceTiming. That doesn't captivate anyone because you're not drawn into it. But if you put like goggles on or something where you're getting more of an inner you know, interactive, like immersive experience. I think that would be cooler. And like, think about an education we'll be program there. that works like a video game, you know, like you can like 
pass or fail as you learn through it without necessarily did you ever play uh uh oh, what was that mist no uh, it was a game when i Duke was a Nukem. kid no no uh, oregon trail that's a good one for sure. Definitely <laughs> played that one. Every I game kid. I can think of. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. No, no, no. In school. It was a school game. It was called Number Crunchers or something. It was, you were this little purple monster, and it was like you had to do math. I, I remember I learned math mm. so well because of this game at school, you know, on the old Apple Macintoshes from the 80s. And I used to just mm-hmm. play this Number Cruncher game where it, I don't know, some about it, just, just like Oregon Trail. It was cool, mm-hmm. but you learned um you know it, it was awesome we we had oregon trail our computers at the school that i went to where we had our first computers they were so old they didn't have a mouse it had like a scroll wheel and a button on the screen like on the side of the screen you know <laughs> uh and so there were games that we played but they were so yeah you know it, old school it was like not even a video game you're reading like four slates and you push like two buttons you know that, that's how games were, though, kind of back then. You were, mm-hmm. like, just excited for a choice. It was, it was just, I think that's how games became. Mm-hmm. I can interact with something I used to just see, so it just became simple. And now we're just so bored. With well, but think about, like, it's not I good could enough. put together, just for my kid, I could put together a learning program if I had the means to pick what I wanted to teach her in one day and say, yeah. we have two hours that we're going to do. We're going to do it in 15-minute segments here's your spelling thing for the day and like have like something where it's like a Wii controller with a sure goggles, sure. you know, and like, dude, it's going to get there. Of I'm course. For. I hope that this creates like a spark in technology in that sense. It always does business. I mean, there's mm. opportunities as, as bad as mm. things are going for a lot of people. And it is, uh, there's, there's well, a think lot about of uh, startups that get going innovation. So I was thinking because they were talking about doing like the UFC Fight Island thing. Yeah. Like that's that's the whole thing. Imagine if they put the money and technology into having tons of cameras and just, you know, capture around the octagon. And then you pay premium price to get a system where you like subscribe or whatever through whatever, you know, company chose to do it, where that would project into your living room. Yeah. Imagine if you could. It's have going to that, happen, dude. You know, They're going like, to have VR seats where right. you can purchase that perfect backstage. And they, and the great thing about it is it's digital. So mm-hmm. I can sell that seat a million times. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. Like, it's not like one person gets front row. Right. Front row seats become everybody. Like, right. it, it almost become what's the point of touring? Yeah. Maybe some bands are going to see that. You know what? We're going to start doing live streams. Well, and what I would think is amazing, that like, you know, like a band could style. set up like an incredible stage and then they play like in the round and you sit in the center of it or Why don't wherever you do pay-per-view shit. Something like, I've always you know? wanted to do or have for like a baseball game is say you want to watch the game from a certain vantage point. You know, now there's all the cheating scandals so you couldn't get away with it. You know, like they would use it to cheat. But if you could choose how you want to watch within one channel, I want to no commentary. I don't want the box to see where the pitch is falling. You know, like that would like, be I cool. think like completely you know, editable stuff. Control, but I, I hope over. that right now, while everyone's kind of like, you know, on lockdown, a lot of creative inspiration will happen and that kind of it stuff. It will, dude. It's going to happen. It's already happening. I see things, uh, people innovating like crazy. Um, they just, they just, yeah, dude, I see a lot of that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, it gives me hope. I mean, I'm hopeful. You know, I'm just still sad about a lot of people that are mm-hmm. suffering through it. But I'm super hopeful. Um, so look, dude, let's um, I, I want to recap some of the stuff that's, uh, you know, during the week here before we. Mm-hmm. Before What's our timeline? How, how long are we going today? We're pretty much almost done here, dude. Okay. That's, I keep these short. I don't. Yeah, I don't do. This is actually I think I think I enjoyed this better than the studio. I'm in my own domain. Well, you you're know. rocking. Uh, you know, you got a badass dance oh, floor. Got this shit back here. Yeah. yeah, you got an awesome dance floor. Probably a cool bartender back there that we don't, we can't see. He's off screen. Yeah. But um, okay, so <laughs> let's uh, let's see here. I do like being at home through all. That. I mean, that is nice. But mm-hmm. um, okay, so farm to table. We talked about them. I have my strawberries, my kombucha. Yes, check them out, guys. Uh, remember, Sam Lash came on, um, and again. Um, you know, he co-founded the company 10 years ago and, and they almost lost it over one weekend. So uh, definitely support him uh, when you can. The farm box I got was awesome. 
You can check it out and get one delivered straight to your home. This again, this is product you couldn't even get before. And this went to the best restaurants in all of Texas. They delivered to Houston, Austin, Dallas, to the best restaurants, you know, you name it. The the you know, the Uchis, the this, the that, the Olamays, the Emmer and Rise, they deliver it um, to them. So they have all the connections to all the farms, and you can get some really cool customizable farm boxes. So you can get like a standard box and then sort of add on to it you know, with a bunch of uh, really cool stuff. And again, it's all local, all Texas made. So it's supporting, it's a domino effect of support locally, you know, to buy from them. Um, so yeah, farm to table, tx.com. Really, really cool. Um, price wise, I think it's like a hundred bucks, but it's a lot of stuff. Like you get a lot of stuff and it's all fresh. Um, Oh, the Marks for Life TX, dude. That's super important. So that's the cocktails to go that instead it's to eliminate the small bottles mm -hmm. so that bars can start using their regular inventory that they have of all their liquors. You know, you've been to a bar, dude. You know how they, they display yeah. all the liquor. Yeah. That that's their whole thing, right? Well, they can't use any of that liquor right now. No, no bar or restaurant can use any of that liquor or beer that they got in kegs or any it's all just going mm -hmm. bad and they gotta throw it away. So there's the Marks for Life TX, um, uh, Kareem uh, Hajar. He's leading that lawyer here locally. So he's trying to get, you know, owners behind it and get them to pass a law like so many other states do. They're just this past week, since our interview, a few more states have passed it and are allowing it. So Texas, it's like crazy how we're behind on this. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that would definitely, I mean, we're talking... We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars of tax revenue could be in the billions, actually. So that's even that they're missing out. The Texas is missing out on um, mm -hmm. anyway. Uh, so check that out. And also live streams, dude. We've been talking about this. I don't know if you've been watching any sort of musical live streams, but Ray, Ray Prim is doing a really cool one where he's not even performing. What I like about his is and they're only 15 minutes long, but he he promotes a local artist. So Monday through Friday. He picks, you know, five new artists every week. Boom. Check out this dude. Here's a couple songs from him. And it's turning me on, on to all this cool new music. So it's really cool. That one I like a lot because it's short, sweet. Mm -hmm. I can replay it whenever. There's not a lot of BS to it. It's actually very smart. It's really good. It's actually how I got Joe James on the podcast. He was our most recent podcast, dude. And his stuff is awesome. Uh, Trevor, you have got to check out his music, dude. Blues. Mm -hmm. Just super great. Great guitarist. He's got a song right now. It's in the top 10 on iTunes blues chart, dude. Mm -hmm. love, love right now. So good. I bought it. I haven't bought a song on iTunes in a long time, dude. And I went and bought <laughs> that song because it was awesome. I must have listened to that thing so many times. Like, I'm hooked on it. It's kind of mm -hmm. just like one of those songs where I'm just, it's just got a great hook. And I'm, oh, I'm so into it. Uh, so check that out. Check Joe James out. He was yeah, on the you board. should put a, a link to cool. that song in the... Definitely. In the There'll be a link in there to, to buy the song. It's called Love Right Now. It's so good. He was on The Voice. He tried out for The Voice. He's super cool. Just a great guy. Definitely support him. Um, and yeah, that song, Love Right Now. So, I don't know. Any live streams you've, you you like? Anything? Are, are, what about your band? Are you guys not going to do any sort of live stream or nothing? Well, they... So, like, the way that it works... Um, I only really play drums for the live stuff. So if we don't play shows, I'm not really, there's not much I can do. I mean, I make videos here and there to kind of get the word out, but what's that acapella app I've been hearing about where bands. Are, yeah. Maybe that I'd even suggest. Cause like when we heard that our, our cause we only had one show at South by that was going to happen. Uh, and when I heard that they were going to shut that down, I had suggested doing like a live stream that we would, also simultaneously film with my larger format camera. Uh, I do like a produced version of it later on. And then like the day after I suggested that they were, you know, doing the stay at home ordinance and all that. So like she, the band is uh, Buffalo Hunt. She and uh, her fiance did like a live version of a couple songs that they, they posted on like Instagram. TV. But as a band like together. Yeah, maybe I mean, we only played one show. Yeah, uh, I know, but still, you, you know. know. So it's one of those things. Like, I feel like as far as bands losing out on stuff like that, that there's 
quite a few out there that had shows and tours booked. There's people that are totally you know, like totally. my brother had a tour that was they were in the middle of booking and it was, you know, I mean, all tours, everything's canceled, dude. It's, it's totally like shut down, yeah. everything's canceled uh, from know. a band perspective. I think like some people will thrive during this and some people will you know, wither a little bit. Yeah. Uh, some bands, just like any, just like, like anything, right? Yeah. If you can play a song with an acoustic and capture people's attention, that's cool. You yeah. Know? But that's, that's really uh, good right now. The singer songwriter. I've been watching, okay. Okay. uh, Dylan LeBlanc. He does yeah. live videos every few days. Um, just a good singer songwriter, another Louisiana guy. Um, but, uh, I've been watching his, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of actual live streams. John Hodgman has one that I watch. It's called Get Your Pets. Um, okay. And he just invites people to chat with him. Like they share the screen on Instagram live and they introduce their pets to him and anyone who's watching. Now, that's usually like two to four almost every day right now. Okay. Um, but All you right. kind of see like every random person's set up. I would check. Um, yeah. Just ch ch check your whoever your bands are are they doing any live streams and check them out again if you can support your local artist you know mm -hmm. look the big bands they got royalties coming they got this look they're are they going to be making as much money no but they'll be fine they're going to be able to pay their rent maybe some of these other band you know artists they need it more right now than again the big chains i hate to say it but even these big artists they're they're i consider them big chains in this in this analogy right now so Try to support the Buffalo Hunts and the Joe Jameses and the Ray Prims and all these people. They're, they're the people that more support, uh, you know, than Pearl well, Jam I, right now. I think no a offense, lot of, but a lot of stuff that's good about that is the the like the amount of music that people are doing and releasing. Yeah, in the midst keep of it this, coming, you know? keep yeah. it coming. Uh, food, and, people are cooking. People are cooking at home more, dude. So people are cooking. Yeah. Eat healthy. Listen to this new food. Take advantage right of this time. Use the time wisely, read books, be creative like you're doing. You're taking advantage of a lot of this time. So I think yeah. that's just basically what people need to do, man. Just take advantage of this time. Try to eat some good stuff. I mean, are we, you know, we're going to look back on this time and what did you do during it? You know, yeah. did, you I mean, learn, I'm, I'm, did you learn Kung Fu or did you gain 20 pounds from TV? Yeah. You know, I, I'd uh, rather learn Kung Fu. I'm not there yet, but yeah i'd rather watch kung fu the legend continues I, i'd rather um, watch it too but i'm just saying you could come out with a with a black belt or yeah. a, or a bigger belt well so like I, i'm a few songs into what's going to be i think like an ep like a yeah. few covers a few originals so maybe like when i finish that after the soul blows over i'll come back on and we'll talk about of course that or something <laughs> absolutely but yeah well, we'll be back eventually like in the downtime to rest I mean, like, how yeah. often do people are they ordered to be home? Like, sure. Yeah, they rest. Have control over so much. So absolutely, get your rest, drink your water, exercise, your hands. exercise. Yeah, mm -hmm. good point. Exercise, wash your hands. You know, all that sort of stuff. So, mm -hmm. look, before we go, I wanna, uh, I'm gonna bring Rocket up here. I want people to see Rocket just because everyone else been introducing their dogs. Rocket, I'm gonna bring him. Let's see if he comes over here. I left my door open. Now, the, the day that I leave my door open so they come hang out with me, they don't want to fucking have anything to do with me. Uh, the other times, they're literally crying at the door. Rocket, back. Where are you filming right now? I'm in one of my uh, bedrooms that I completely took over the back room by my yeah. room by, by, by my bedroom so yeah. that back room all, all the people that watch this normally know where your room is yeah, exactly uh, they have no idea I, I, look <laughs> i'm in a room in my house rocket benaki my other dog my, my my smallest dog is here but my bigger dog he is a lazy ass and i guarantee he just doesn't want to get up but this is rocket rocket benaki let's see if we can see him oh there's his little head little head yeah little yeah. peanut <clears throat> This is Rocket. He's from Spain. Um, you know, brought him over in 2012. He's quarantined with me. So he's loving it, I think. Say something, Rocket. Diles algo. He speaks Spanish. He's uh, not bilingual. A little bit bilingual. But uh, he's a little cutie pie. Oh. Okay, Rocket. He's, he, literally, he just will sit. By, he was sitting by me the, for the podcast the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know he's my little warrior you know mac dude he, he my other dog again 
lazy ass. He won't even come in here, say, say hello, do nothing. So forget him. Yeah, whatever, dude. That's it, dude. Um, that's the show, you know, Salon Star Play podcast. You know, find Trevor on Instagram. You can see all those cool pictures like that are behind him on his backdrop. Um, you know, find the podcast, thelonestarplate.com hear this episode watch it on youtube all that sort of stuff email me if you, local. Wanna, if you want to get together i mean not get together you know ask me a question or something <laughs> email me if you want to get together do not do that that's not what i meant patrick at texas real food i mean i guess if you're cool we could not now obviously there would be a distant um so I've given up. I give up, dude. <laughs> you need notes. I, I like need we're notes. Lost. We're we're not lost. This is just how the this is how the PAT rolls. Just fade this out. It's like the end of every good. This will be. Song. This is exactly just getting faded out right now. Yeah. So tune in next time, guys. We'll see you next time next week on Monday. Quarantine life hashtag. We out.